In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We are in the sixth week of the Holy 50 Days, in between the Ascension and the Pentecost. And in this Gospel, one of uh, many people's comfort and joy is this last verse, uh, which states that in this world you will have tribulations, you will have problems, you will have issues, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Be joyful, I have overcome the world. And what's wonderful about this statement is that he says it before the cross, he says it before the resurrection. He says it at a time when, you know, in, if you're following the life of Christ chronologically, it's right at the time, right before Holy Week, his passion and his sufferings. Yet John in his gospel is clear from the very beginning that Christ comes to the world and is victorious and gives us victory even before his death and resurrection. He's proclaiming this. He's saying, I am your king, and this is your victory, and this is your salvation. The problem, the problem is, the problem is that when we are in this world, it doesn't always feel victorious. When we are in this world, it doesn't always feel like things are going well. And so for today, I want to speak about waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. This is the period of waiting. This is the period when they were told to wait in Jerusalem. And they were told to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And waiting is often the most difficult thing for us to do. Because it seems like there's so much that needs to be done. Something needs to happen. Something needs to give. Uh, it can't just stay like this. And so waiting feels like inactivity. Like there's nothing being done. Um, when so much can be done. But we can take examples from the Old Testament. Even David, in some of his most difficult times... He wrote this psalm, Psalm 27, and he said, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. In another psalm, he wrote these words, Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit, out of the miry bog, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Waiting is not an action, but waiting is what keeps us sharp, keeps us prepared, keeps us ready for action at any moment. We're waiting and we're ready. Remember the gospel from uh, the midnight hour 
when he says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He says, Let your loins be girded and your lamps burning, and be like men who are waiting for their master, like servants who are waiting for their master to come home from the marriage feast, so that they may open to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will gird himself and have them sit at a table. Listen to this, he says, and the master will come and serve them. The master will come and serve them. Luke chapter 12. What's the opposite of waiting? What's the opposite of waiting? Forgetting about it. And what I mean by forgetting about it, we can think about so many different things waiting for, um, it could be waiting for a job, waiting to get into school, waiting for uh, certain results from a test, (coughs) waiting to get married, waiting to get a a child. There's so many things that we wait for. And we're living in a society where everything is instant gratification, where everything is, I type it into Google, I get an answer. I go to the doctor, she gives me a pill, I take that pill, and um, my, my pain, my suffering goes away. This is um, what we're, I, I miss somebody. I call them up on the phone, I FaceTime. I don't want to wait and write a letter and wait to hear a letter, get a letter back in the mail. There's something about that period of time, that waiting that was beneficial to us. In the period of waiting, God is preparing us and He's molding us, and He's shaping us, and He's making us ready for what is to come. There is a person who did not wait. I love the story of, Mo- of Moses. Moses knew, uh, and if you read, you, he knew that God was going to work for, through him among the people of Israel, and he knew that God was going to act through him. And that's why he killed the Egyptian. And St. Stephen says this, that Moses supposed that his brethren would understand that God was giving them deliverance by his hand, but they did not understand. This is in Acts chapter 7, verse 25. So what does Moses do? He was about 40 years old. Moses then goes, flees to Midian. And how long was he in Midian? 40, 40 more years. At the ripe young age of 80, God chose him to lead the people of Israel out. Was this a waste of time for Moses? His period of time in Midian is, is looked at as a great and wonderful retreat where he was meditating on the Lord all of those years waiting to see what God would do. And then God finally calls him, and all of these great works happen through him. God uses him, right? And I think sometimes when it comes down to what are we waiting for, in whatever decision, whatever issue, what are we waiting for, too often we're looking for something to receive, something that will be given to us that we want, that we think we need. But the time of preparation is a time for us not to receive something that we need, but God is 
preparing us for His service, preparing us for some work that He wants us to do. It's hard. It's hard for us to wait. And we see this. We see this with kids. Uh, we see this with adults. We see this in all of our de- decisions. It's hard to wait. So many people waited on the Lord. The Israelites waited. And when they came to the position where they were in front of the Red Sea and behind them was the uh, army of the Egyptians, Moses said, do not be afraid. Stand still. Be silent and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. Abraham was given a promise that through him, all of his descendants would be as much as the, as the sands of the sea and as great as the stars of heaven. But he had no child. So he became impatient. And he thought, through Sarah's advice and guidance, that he was going to have a child through their handmaid, through their servant, uh, Hagar. But this was not the plan of God. And when we become impatient, when we do things according to what we think is wise, what we think is smart, what we think is the right thing, too often it's not, and it's problematic. And it leads us down a bad road. We spoke about King David. King David was anointed king by by Samuel when Saul was still king. How many years did, did, did King David have to wait? before he was actually king. Yeah, maybe 15, maybe some people say 20 years. 15, 20 years. And not just wait. He's not sitting and waiting. He's fleeing for his life. He's fleeing for his life. He says, am I king or am I not king? And this is where you see these words of David saying, I waited patiently for the Lord. St. Paul, after his, his conversion in Damascus, People sometimes think that he went right away and started to preach. But it was probably around nine years before he tried to preach right away and almost got himself killed. And they had to have him escape and flee and he went all the way to Arabia. Uh, And in that time, for nine years, he spent waiting. Waiting to be used. Waiting for God to, to do something with him. Was it for nothing? No. Paul is called the Apostle. He's not called one of the apostles. He's called the apostle. And that was because of all that work. And it came to that time of waiting. I'll leave you with this, uh, this passage from Isaiah 40. And as I leave you, I want you to think about waiting. And waiting for God. And how important it is that we should wait. And how we are to encourage ourselves in this waiting period. God will act. God will work. God will do His will. God will not leave you alone. God will not forget and does not, is not silent to your prayers, is not silent to your needs, is not, um, is, is not slow in His uh, answering you. He's answering in the time that is right, but in the preparation period, we need to be prepared. And think about... Think about anything. Think about this, this meal that we're about to partake of. If you came in off the street, straight to the altar to partake of it, and you get it at the same rate you would get a cheeseburger at, Ma- at McDonald's or something, it doesn't have value. It doesn't have meaning. It doesn't have importance. 
As they, some, as they say, easy come, easy go. If we celebrated Easter after just a week of fasting, instead of 55 days, it wouldn't have as much meaning. It wouldn't be as sweet. But the time of, of waiting is something that don't escape it, don't try to get rid of it, but embrace it and be patient. <clears throat> and hear what Isaiah says. He says, have you not known? Have you not heard? Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So when we hear the words of the Lord in this world, you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Let us remind ourselves of the victory that God has given to us. And let us... Um, walk if not run on the way with confidence that even if the things that we're waiting for have not been given to us the Lord is not slow to hear our prayers and the waiting is good for us spiritually and that all things that come from the Father of light is good and is given to those who are eagerly waiting for his return to God be the glory now and ever into the age of all ages Amen and until